Okay, hello, welcome to the Daily Science Report. We're going to try this one more time. I'm having some technical difficulties on calling this morning. Uh, a lot going on. What a day, dude. This is a, a wonderfully gloomy day. And uh, so today we're going to be talking about PFAS or polyfluoroalkyl substances. And let's see. Yeah, so I'm going to start with this article from the FDA itself. So this should be interesting. Um, is the food supply safe? The, this is in regards to questions and answers on PFAS in food um, from the uh, FDA website again. So is the food supply safe? The U.S. food supply is among the safest in the world. The FDA is working to understand the occurrence of PFAS in the general food supply by testing for certain PFAS chemicals, including, including <laughs> perfluorooctanate, PFOA, and perfluorooctane. Uh, I'm sorry, it's perfluorooctanoate, which is the PFOA, and perfluorooctane sulfonate, which is PFOS. That's two. That's two of the PFAS chemicals that they're testing for. Um, anyway, back to the article. To date, we found that most foods not grown or produced in specific geographic areas with known PFAS contamination do not have detectable levels of PFAS. Again, one more time. To date, we have found that most foods not grown or produced in specific geographic areas with known PFAS contamination do not have detectable levels of PA do not have detectable levels of PFAS. <clears throat> right. So for good nutrition and for food safety, the FDA recommends that consumers eat a varied, well-balanced diet. See more information on the Federal Dietary Guidelines website. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, how is the FDA addressing PFAS in foods? To better understand the exposure to PFAS from foods for people in the United States, we're focused on testing foods from the general food supply. We are also providing technical consultation to states when requested to help determine if there is a potential health concern for foods that are grown or produced in specific geographic areas contaminated with PFAS. In addition, we continue to review available data to ensure that the limited authorized uses of PFAS in food contact applications are safe. For example, in the spring of 2020, the FDA published findings from our post-market scientific review and analysis of data on rodent studies on certain types of PFAS that are authorized for use as food contact substances. The data raised questions about potential human health risks from dietary exposure resulting from these substances being used as grease proofing agents on paperboard packaging, for example, takeout packaging. The FDA contacted the manufacturers about the safety questions raised regarding these food contact issues. The manufacturers voluntarily agreed to phase out their sales of these compounds. All right, so they're going to be phasing these out. <laughs> Uh, 
Should I stop eating particular foods to reduce my PFAS exposure? Although it's well documented that PFAS are present throughout the environment, PFAS exposure from food is an emerging area of science, and there remains much we do not yet know about the types of foods more likely to contain PFAS. Since we began testing foods from the general food supply through analysis of TDS foods in 2019, only a few of the fresh and processed foods we tested, 10 out of 532 samples, have had detectable levels of PFAS. This may be due to several factors, including the lack of PFAS uptake, lack of PFAS found in growing manufacturing environment, or the types of PFAS for which the FDA can currently test for. Mm-hmm. Research has shown PFAS contamination through the environment where food is grown and produced does not necessarily mean the food will contain detectable levels of PFAS. This is because the amount of PFAS taken up by foods depends on many factors, including the specific types of PFAS and type of food. The FDA's recent testing in 2022 of 81 samples of seafood, however, showed that much greater percentage of samples had detectable of PFAS. There were more different types of PFAS detected, and levels detected in multiple samples were higher than we have seen in our previous testing for foods from the general food supply obtained from the FDA's total diet study. Sounds like they're pretty good at testing this stuff all of a sudden. Uh, seafood sur- survey shows that out of the PFAS evaluated level of PFOA type of PFAS in the 10 samples of canned clams which are from china is likely a health concern the fda is working to determine the scope of the problem and taking action to ensure the continued safety of the u.s food supply for consumers wondering if they should change the dietary habits yeah you should totally stop eating the ocean right now um yeah, this is interesting okay Exposure to PFAS can lead to serious health effects, including but not limited to increased cholesterol levels, increased high blood pressure, preeclampsia in pregnant women, developmental effects, decreases in immune response, changes in liver function, and increases in certain types of cancer. Most of the research on health effects are based on two types of PFAS. There are, however, thousands of PFAS chemicals, hundreds used in a wide range of industrial different health filling this into another country. So, you know, it's not like the top priority. Um, it's not the top priority or even a top priority. Maybe not the top 10%. Okay, this is just really depressing. So these incredibly toxic chemicals and all our shit, they've known it. They've just been letting it happen. Um, What the frick are we going to do about it? You know? So let's see. I have another article here. It's just going to shed some light on the situation, hopefully, and make us feel a little bit better. Simple method destroys dangerous forever chemicals, making water safe. Using common reagents and heated water, chemicals can be can behead and break down PFAS, leaving only harmless compounds. If you're despairing at recent reports that Earth's water sources have been thoroughly infested with hazardous human-made chemicals called PFAS that can last for thousands of years, making even rainwater unsafe to drink, there's a spot of good news. 
Uh, chemists at UCLA and Northwestern University have developed a simple way to break down almost a dozen types of these nearly indestructible forever chemicals at relatively low temperatures with no harm, no harmful byproducts. In a paper published today in the journal Science, the researchers show that water heated to just 176 to 248 degrees, common inexpensive solvents and reagents severed molecular bonds and PFAS that are among the strongest known and initiated a chemical reaction that gradually nibbled away at the molecule until it was gone. And the simple technology, the comparatively low temperatures, the simple technology, the comparatively low temperatures and the lack of harmful byproducts mean there is no limit to how much water can be processed at once. Uh, the technology could eventually make it easier for water treatment plants to remove PFAS from drinking water. Oof. Per and polyfluoroalkaloid substances are class found in uh, 12,000 synthetic chemicals that have been used since 1940s in nonstick cookware, waterproof makeup, shampoos, electronics, food packaging, countless other products. They contain a bond between carbon and fluorine atoms that nothing in nature can break. When these chemicals leach into the environment through manufacturing or everyday product use, they become part of the Earth's water cycle. Over the past 70 years, PFAS have contaminated virtually every drop of water on the planet, and their bond allows them to pass through most water treatment systems completely unharmed. They can accumulate in the tissues of people and animals over time and cause harm in ways that scientists are just beginning to understand. Certain cancers and thyroid diseases, for example, are associated with PFAS. For those reasons, finding ways to remove PFAS from water has become particularly urgent. Scientists are experimenting with many remediation technologies, but most of them require extremely high temperatures. Special chemicals are ultraviolet light and sometimes produce byproducts that are also harmful and require additional steps to remove. Leading PFAS to the guillotine. Northwestern chemistry professor William uh, Ditchell and Dr. Brittany Trang noticed that while PFAS molecules contain a long tail of stubborn car carbon fluorine bonds, their head group often contains charged Which, strong, which react strongly with other molecules. A heating brew with dimethyl sulfoxide, also known as DMSO, and sodium hydroxide or lye, which lopped off the head and left behind an exposed reactive tail, triggered all these reactions and it started atoms from all. All the. For you guys, I'll have fun with that, and I'm just gonna do a little uh, research on my own right now. See if water distillation removes PFAS. Does I'm just gonna have to type in it. This thing uses my. The water handle it. Which certainly, was testing the distilled water produced showed that PFAS were not detected. That is virtually 100% removal. So this is from regular water distillers being sold online. 
does distilling tap water remove fluoride? In fact, distillation removes virtually all impurities from water. Among the compounds removed are sodium hardness compounds like calcium, magnesium, other dissolved solids like iron, manganese, and fluoride. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to take that as a yeah. Water filtration units that use granular activated carbon, also known as charcoal filters or reverse osmosis, can both be effective in removing the PFAS. It's looking like I'm having a hard time finding like some really good science on this. Okay, here's an article that says, if you're worried about PFAS contamination, here's what you should do. Um, they say, well, a water filter I have in my fridge removed if only it were that easy. Ha 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 ha. international group that tests seven products that can reduce PFAS to below the environmental protection and function, like pitchers. You fill them man, you have to be docked into your filtration. Plugged in, it costs about 100 to 150 bucks. Um, reverse osmosis filters are amounts of wastewater, which are three times as much. 200 is disgusting. Filter goes under the sink. Uh, Okay, um, fill your water. Unless 